Hi. I welcome all my listeners and um, subscribers. So, my story goes like this. When I was in school, primary school, secondary school, and in the university, and even during residency training as a plastic surgeon, we were told to read hard, make the best grades, and somehow, somehow, we made to believe that the best grades would translate into a very successful career, a very successful life. You mean, you have all the money you want, you have all the happiness you want, you have all the joy you want, your relationships will be perfect. And um, some of us started discovering quite early after graduating from the university that good grades didn't automatically translate into a good life, didn't automatically translate into a successful life and start asking more questions so we started reading books outside medical practice books outside the recommended academic books and discovering that there is this stuff that champions are made of now what if i told you that there was one skill that made the difference between high flyers in life and those that don't fly at all there was one skill that made the difference between high performance and low performance. There was one skill that made the difference between the super successful and the mediocre people. That one skill, if you knew it, would you really want to give everything to learn that skill? Well, I have good news for you. I think I've discovered that one skill. How do I know I've discovered that one skill? So, some time ago, I was reading about the Pareto Principle. The Pareto Principle states that 80% of all the results you get results from 20% of all your efforts. Very interesting principle. It applies to almost everything in life. So I stuck that. That principle kind of stuck in my mind. Um, when I was researching around this skill I'm going to be telling you about in this series, the masters of failure i came across this interesting statistics that says that this skill is employed by 80 percent of high performers in a large number of organizations that have been studied and this skill is found in only 20 percent of low performance in most of the organizations that were studied and hey the 80 20 statistics for Pareto principle hit my mind so if you want to be successful in life this is one skill that you should be looking out for now why do I think it's that important this skill forms the foundation for other critical skills like time management decision-making tolerance to change stress tolerance empathy teamwork communication anger management presentation skills, social skills, customer service, flexibility, accountability, assertiveness, and trust. This skill is called emotional intelligence. In other words, what I'm trying to say is that there is a relationship between the way you manage your emotions, there is a relationship between your emotions and the level of success that you attain in life. One of the researchers that I listened to while I was trying to put this together says you have to allow your emotions to drive the bus.
will thus be your destiny, your motion towards your target. You have to allow your emotions to drive it. Now, I want to conclude this introduction by saying it's been widely known that the super successful people are somehow just convinced about an objective or a path or a career and they do it everything. That's when their intellect and their emotions are pointing in the same direction without that conviction. If you can't manage your emotions properly, you are not likely to be convinced on any subject at all. If you are not convinced on any subject at all, you are not likely to be your best. So simply put, you think it's the right thing to do, but you can't get your emotions to agree with your intellect that is the right thing to do, you're probably not going to do it. So most of us have projects that are littered around, you know it's the right thing to do, but because you don't feel good about it, you stop. Other people feel good about something, but your intellect tells you this is not the right thing to do, so you stop. But the moment your intellect and your emotions are pointing in the same direction, you have this deep gut conviction, you're going to go out, you're going to give it your best. And that's the stuff that champions are made of. Little wonder, someone like Thomas Edison, who tried 1,000 times to make the world, he didn't succeed 999 times. And he kept on going. I mean, who keeps on going after trying to achieve a particular objective 999 times? That's crazy, but that's the stuff that champions are made of. When you're knocked on the floor, you pick yourself up again and you get moving. That's a champion. That's a super successful person. No matter how many times you fail, you keep on failing forward. You discover there's one more thing to be done to get to that your objective. That's a champion. That's a super successful person. So this series has been titled The Masters of Failure because we're going to be exploring the stuff that champions are made of. Put on your seatbelt. Get your writing materials. I promise we're going to have a great time.